This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Everybody knows, ain't no one flyer than me. Yeah, I smoke, drink, and fuck everybody can see. Because a sleeveless shirt for this piece of dirt makes that sweet, sweet pussy go squirt, squirt, squirt. Cousin Leron says that I'll never get laid. But I remind him that I 69 my dad at a rate. Oh, your girl? Yeah, she knows me by name. When I told her to come over, guess she already came. As I say, winner, winner, chicken, chinner. Always wiping right on Tinder. Take a streetfers, what's for dinner? Oh, my God, it's a long time coming. Yeah, it's been a while. And you know I'm doing good because the proof is in the smile. Nice. I'm sorry about the blue language, Michael. I mean, that was totally unbecoming. No, it was uncouth. Absolutely uncoos. delectable. I mean, <laughs> it was disgusting. It was foul. I don't know how I he came up with some did of he this 69 stuff. Is, he 69 is dad? His own Unbelievable. dad. Unbelievable. A stepdad, just... I'm behind. I'm totally for if, if a stepdad is, that's allowed nowadays. But the. <laughs> yes. Your own dad. But the fact that it's your own blood relative, I don't know where they. I don't know where our fans come up with this, this crap. It's trash. It's drivel. It's vile. Um, he says that he actually pieced together quotes from our old videos to make it. So, so you, that's... Wow. Jesus, that's eye-opening. <laughs> Damn it. I didn't think that. That you 69 your own dad? Yeah, and I wrote at it At a rave, yeah. At a rave, yeah. Mm, wonderful. But you have to understand, this was a video about uh, Jake wearing a new shirt. Oh, okay. Well, mm. then in that case, it's necessary. <laughs> <laughs> You're a comedy writer, so you sort of get the it. The moment that I hear new shirt, I'm like, well, someone in this sketch is going to 69 his dad yeah. at a rave, for sure. <laughs> yes. It's like the gun thing. Chekhov's guns? <laughs> gun? uh, it, Did you say it's like the gun yeah, thing? Yeah, Chekhov's you know that guns. classic That's gun right. thing. Uh, Chekhov, yeah. Chekhov's guns. <laughs> Whoa, Chekhov's guns. Uh, I've done a few of these theme songs now, says Dustin Clark, and I swear I'll have something to promote one day, but today is not the day. Uh, so thank Thank you. Thanks, Dustin. Whoa, can we swoop in and promote uh, Michael's podcast right off the bat then? Because there's this is a, be cool. a nice little slot for promo. Swoop in. Yes. Yeah, we have like an open publicity slot, and <laughs> yeah. Jake's like, all, we should always be selling. Always if it's it. not Dustin's shit, it's this yeah, podcast. Yeah, well, you guys okay. made me Venmo you 100 bucks each to do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. That one's sort of... Uh, it's behind the scenes stuff. It's boring. Oh, yeah. people don't necessarily yeah, care. Sure. The ins and outs. Yeah. How difficult it was to set up this podcast <laughs> recording to begin yeah, with. Forty minutes have gone by without a single sound being recorded. <laughs> I want to release the my audio note of just us like trial trial and error, uh, not able to uh, to record any of our audio. That's what I want to do. <laughs> uh, the podcast is a good cry. Mm. That is a uh, new called. podcast on the HeadGum Network, hosted by you, Michael Cruz. That's right. It's, you are hosting it's it. It's a good cry. It's a podcast on the HeadGum Network, hosted by Michael Cruz Kane, and it's a podcast about what's the funniest subject you can think of? Grief. Well, that's the one I chose. So it's a podcast Classic. about that. Um, when does this? When does this come out? This that we're doing right now. This will come out a week from yesterday. Okay. So, so then October 4th. The first episode of the podcast is already out and the guest on it is unbelievable. So I really hope you'll check it out. Huge. Whoa, it's a secret. You're not even allowed to say. I, I can't. Well, it's out at this point. It's, right? ar- it's already out. So I guess it's not a secret. Yeah. Okay. So well, let me do that again. The guest is okay. Stephen Colbert and he is. Holy shit. And he is wow. incredible. I mean, you know he's incredible because he's a legendary yes, yep. person, but also mm-hmm. on this subject, double 
Put a little, not even double, put an exponent on it. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I cannot wait yeah. to listen. I can't wait to listen. Well, it seems like when Colbert is best when he's like being thoughtful and also really funny at the same time. The, it's just the like thing that is, a tear jerking smile of he joy. He is so thoughtful. That's like what makes the episode wild is like how every word feels like the exact perfect word from him. From me, it mm. sounds like uh, like my brain is falling down a staircase, but everything he says is perfect. It sounds like a poem. Wow. And you haven't recorded it yet, right? That's correct. That's just a prediction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has actually, the only response he's given me so far is a restraining order, but we'll see. I believe in myself. Yeah, the restraining order was poetry, though. It yeah. Was so well Oh, my worded. God. Stunning. E.E. E. Cummings wrote it. Thoughtful. It's incredible. Mm. I I actually have a picture with Stephen Colbert that I took uh, at Penn Station. Yes, Penn Station in like 2008. It was pouring rain. I was with my buddy Jeff Rubin. We're like, that's Stephen Colbert. We got to ask for a picture. And it's like us two like dressed up in like these coats that make us dry, drenched because it was pouring rain. And Stephen Colbert was a good sport about it. Took a photo with us. Stephen Colbert at that time was at Penn Station. I don't think, I mean, what... I think he's got, he's been on TV for a while. He was shooting BB guns at what he said was poor people. So maybe that's what it was. Because <laughs> no. he wasn't actually there this to take doesn't you sound right. Stephen Colbert. <laughs> Let us see the photo. We'll tell you if it's Colbert or not, all right? Yeah, it's this guy with like this it. fucking weird tattoo on his forehead and, and <laughs> yeah. a buzz head. He's five foot two, four eighty-ish. <laughs> Uh, I was high out of my gourd, but yeah. I think it was Colbert. He shot you with a BB gun, right? Because you looked poor that day. You were wearing a poncho. <laughs> yeah, I was wearing just a fleece. You know, the worst thing you could wear in a rainstorm. Um, oh, we have fun. That's exciting. It is, it uh, is exciting. What do you know about grief? What, why, what makes you the expert? What made you even want to talk about this for the podcast? Um, the reason that I wanted to talk about it is that 12 years ago, almost exactly, my, I have a son who died. We have, uh, tw- my wife and I had twins. I mean, she had them. I don't know. I never know what the right thing to say is there. I always feel you like had I them. don't say that I did the, it, that yeah. I'm out. As men, we have to take it back. <laughs> right. We have to become the birther. The, yes. Yes. <laughs> so we had twins and one of them very unexpectedly died, which is the worst thing that happened. I mean, sort of in my life and also I think in the life of almost every single person that I know. Um, mm, and yeah. I didn't talk about it really at all for many, many years. And then when I suddenly got up the courage to start talking about it, I realized that a lot of people want to talk about like a lot of people have some kind of thing like that in their lives that they never talk about and i found that Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier for me to talk about it with people because i get it on some level that maybe people who have not experienced some kind of tragedy like that those people maybe don't get it it's hard it's hard to talk to people who haven't lost things you know or people in that Mm -hmm. way yeah does that make sense yeah yes and we're also we have like an instinct to sweep grief under the rug or like brush past it you don't it's almost i don't know it's like we have something in our culture that makes it feel impolite yes like oh i'm so sorry let's change the subject to uh something that makes me not sad (laughs) quick that's very true i think a thing that i find myself doing whenever people ask me about it is telling them being like you know this happened to me and then checking in with them visually just to be like are you okay because i know this thing happened to me but i i also know that me telling you is gonna like fuck you up for a week that you're gonna be like wait i didn't even know that could happen (laughs) wow so yeah this hopefully is a chance for people who have gone through this kind of stuff to talk about it and for people who listen to it to be like oh i guess that other people have had these kinds of experiences also like for me i was never aware of how many people had gone through something fucking terrible until this happened and then out of the woodwork even people that i'd known for years would just be like oh i i never told anybody but this happened to me five years ago and there's just so Mm -hmm. much of that in the world the idea is to bring it out in the open yeah wow that's really powerful I feel like my family's the same way. Whenever something bad happens, they're like, it's fine, it's fine. We, we don't have to yeah, talk about it. Yeah, it's fine. It's Let's totally get, cool. uh, what do you guys want, chimichangas? That kind of a thing. Right. <laughs> we would never get chimichangas, but everything else okay. is correct. Good. Uh, and on a slightly more lighthearted note, we have questions from real people who are in situations uh, a little bit less uh, grief-inducing okay. than what you just described. Everybody's got their own thing. That's, uh, that's like a little... Mm-hmm. That's a little saying I came up with, like a little original thought that I had. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's got their own thing. Yeah, actually, everyone's got their Colbert own thing. Colbert said it, yeah. but you stole it from him on his podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I met Colbert, I don't know if I told you this, at Penn Station a long time ago, and he said, oh, and wow. he said that to me. Yeah. 
That was me. <laughs> Actually, we have a question uh, from somebody who's afraid that they're being, quote, too emotional. So that's sort of on theme. Um, this is a 20-year-old lady from Canada. We want to give her a fake name, you know, just to preserve her anonymity in case anybody wants to, like, they hear this question. They want to take pictures with her at Times Square, Penn Station, sure, Port Authority, huge, wherever. Uh, like uh, an avatar for emotionality all around the world. Exactly. So we just need a fake name for a 20-year-old lady in Canada. What do you got? I think Angela. I feel Angela. Mm, that's good. That feels like yeah. a fake Yeah, name. Angela vibes. It almost rhymes with Canada. Yeah. <laughs> it does almost rhyme. That's a really good astute observation. Hold Jake. on a second. I'm going I'm to tweet it. Let me see if I can. What would it say? I, I'll, you know, I'll figure it out. I, I don't have my Twitter login. Fuck it. I'll do it later. <laughs> Whoa, it's blowing up. <laughs> Michael tweeted it. Yeah, I tweeted it. <laughs> Colbert retweeted it. <laughs> Holy shit. But it said it just won a Peabody. <laughs> <laughs> the most important piece of journalism of this year. Oh, I, I mean, I don't that's, see it. Oh, that's but I what guess Oprah Angela sang. almost rhyming with Canada. <laughs> Okay, Angela Canada writes, I'm a 20-year-old lady from Canada, and I've been running to a pro- into a problem over and over again. I'd like to think I'm a good person whose friends and loved ones can come into, uh, who can come to in times of need. However, I find myself almost incapable of really being there for people, as whenever I hear of something that is stressing out a friend or family member, I also become incredibly stressed. This is to the point where if I see someone else crying, I start sobbing most of the time, harder than the person who is crying in the first place. I want to be a good friend and partner, and I just don't know how to put my emotions aside when I see someone hurting. Was this problem either of you ever had, or am I just emotionally incompetent as a titmouse? Any advice would be appreciated. <laughs> was her, her, uh, her barometer for emotional incompetence was a titmouse? Yes, because you know, like whenever you like disclose your sort of woes to a mouse or a rat, and they sort of they can't, they just don't they get can't, it. They, they make scurry it. away. They make it about them, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Running into a garbage bag. Also, P.S. <laughs> old news at this point, but Jake's panic attack episode really helped me as I am quite anxious myself. Oh, Jake, remember your panic attack disclose disclosure? That was you sort of being emotionally intelligent, yeah, and opening that's right. up. Yeah, that was hey, being vulnerable. Uh, were you talking about an episode of the podcast or an episode that, like, you had an episode? You know, I podcast, like- God, yeah. I would never describe it as an episode. It was <laughs> it was a chapter of Jake's life. Post-panic attack, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> PPA. Uh, mm-hmm. I have the opposite problem where, like, people are crying to me and I'm like, I think, I don't know if it's just the way I was raised or my brain or whatever, whatever I am the way I am. I I'm, find it hard to sympathize and empathize with other people who are like, they could be breaking down and crying, and I could, I would just be like, uh, God, I'm like, get nervous. Like, I don't know how to react. I'm so sorry. I don't necessarily, I would never cry with them, and I definitely don't cry harder than them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if someone's crying to me, they will never see me sobbing even more than them. Yeah. That's I, like, I almost that's never, too empathetic. I almost never cry when somebody, if you're sad, I'm not, I'm almost definitely not going to be sad. Right. <laughs> I, but if, if know, anything, I'm happier by <laughs> comparison. No, what I mean. You're sad, thus I'm you better than you. Son of a and bitch, I'm better. Not, no, I, my words are being twisted. <laughs> All right, we got to go, but thank you, Michael, so <laughs> much break. for coming yeah. on the show. <laughs> what I mean is, if, if there's a sad thing that happens, the first person in my world, the first person to get sad is the person who gets to be the saddest person. And everybody else is like, All right, let's see if we can help you out. But then once that person is good, there's, somebody else can be sad. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. No, I I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about how the world should be. I'm just saying that's how it normally operates. I feel you get one sad person. Everybody else is like, mm-hmm. are you okay? And then once that person is okay, somebody else is like, okay, it's my turn to have an emotional breakdown. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll be the sad one. I, that's, yeah. what ha- that's what happens in my world also. If somebody yeah. is crying, I'm not like, I'm also sad. That's where I go into like, uh, let me try to help. Let me fix it mode. So yeah. I and I usually think that the best way to fix it is to not cry also. It's usually to be some kind of like um rational emotional rock. Yeah, you have to be a rock. You have to be you have to be strong, thoughtful, impenetrable. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. You have to you have to you know what you have to do? Jokes aside, you gotta listen. You gotta be ready to listen <laughs> to whatever's to whatever's yeah. gonna be said. Because what I always say is everybody's got their own thing. That's kind of like my. Um, I yeah. heard that. That's my little like. Where have I phrase. heard that? 
Um, you yeah. probably heard you probably heard a lot of people say it. It's, it was trending. I have you can see that I have a tattoo of it across my chest and back, <laughs> which means I did it first. <laughs> yeah, it's got a little. It's got the little R of, over it. You know, what I, mean? I don't know what the R stands for, but it has that uh, the tattoo mm-hmm. registered. Yeah, trademark. for sure. I don't think that's it, but all right. <laughs> it's on your person. Know what it stands for. Christ. Um, did did um, Angela have a question or are we just, ta- I forget. She's, I guess the question is, am I, am I overly emotional? It sounds like I would, I, it sounds like you are very emotional. You're an empath, which is, which is good. I feel like combining one being okay with being emotional. Cause that's not really something you can change the reactions that you have. Um, but like, I like what Michael said about listening. Cause if you see someone crying and you just start crying, you don't actually know what they're going through and what they're upset about, but you listen, you hear what they're upset about. It actually could be something that you can help with or that you understand. So you don't necessarily have to just take on every people, everyone's emotion because, um, I forget who said it, but everyone has their own thing. You just oh, have that's, to, that is that, oh, that's, that's really good. hundred percent. No guys, that's my, that's like kind of my whole, my whole deal. I think we to like, Jake. <laughs> really? No, we, we talked about it. The almost daughter like, you, you did the Angela of and Canada originator. Thing. That one was yours. I think everyone has their own thing. <laughs> a wordsmith. Unlike any other, God damn it. I drink to thee and I salute thee. <laughs> and in fact, I'm sending you a thousand dollars on Venmo. No! I just got it with that. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. my God. <laughs> Oh, what I was it? it? Everyone it. has a what was it? Something that's good. For Everyone has their own thing. That's my something oh. like that. Son of I, epic. I could really use a thousand dollars as the real bummer of this whole thing. <laughs> I was going to say right, to I'll Angela that I don't think it makes you emotionally incompetent. Was that the word, or would I just throw incompetence as in a there? titmouse? Yeah, that's what she said. I but I do. I, I think as as you've said, Jake, I do think that no one can no one can or even maybe even should try and take away from you the way that you feel when you encounter these like strong emotions. But also, I think it's probably tough for someone to come to you with a with a really bad problem and have mm-hmm. you be more upset than they are. Because yes. I could see that you know, I'm, and I'm not blaming you for your reaction. I'm just saying you might find that your friends are like, I can't, I can't go to Angela with this because. Then I got to spend an hour making her feel better about totally. what happened to me. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's like partially understanding that, like when people come to vent or complain or share their sadness with you, like that's actually helping them feel better. So you don't have to meet them at their sadness. You you can know that them sharing is is kind of unloading. It's offloading. It's not necessarily something that you have to carry. You can just leave it to the side. It's it's nice to be able to share uh, with your friends. Yeah. And I guess, like, they're friends. Sometimes you want someone to cry with when you're um, sad, and sometimes you want someone to tell you it'll be better. Better. Sometimes you want people to see, like, that does suck, and I'm in it with you. So, like, maybe your friends can pick and choose whether they come to you or not, knowing that you're probably you'll probably one of those ones that cry along with uh, your friend versus uh, a Jake or a me that will sort of sit across from them, arms folded, and say they're there. They're there, actually. Yeah, say they're there in a way that is vaguely threatening. (laughs) (laughs) There, 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 there. (laughs) Yeah, that's enough. I really do. I didn't. I have never done it before. But throwing in the third there really makes it sound awful. There, there is okay. There, 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 there. That seems that seems bad. That's aggressive. That's illegal. Um, All right. Hope it helps. Um, Let's let's take a break and answer some more questions on the other sides of these messages. Yes. I'm going to send you the picture of me and Colbert too. Want you guys to see this. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's They have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through squarespace for example jake what can people purchase boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash 
way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness, it's nah. a It's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's a non-movement movement. movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement uh, seems I'll like it should be. I'll have to check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. (laughs) And And we're back. Michael Cruz Kane, do you have any? Oh, it's a little than five. <laughs> can I just because I can you just say can you just say what that person was that you talking in the song no Is it, I, I think it sounded like me but I, you say, I, I sing I sing unsolicited advice no you do not be, yes I did I think no. you say unsolicited advice no and then I think you, that was the guy who's recorded I'm honestly not sure I think he sampled my voice but whatever happened okay. he but definitely Amir, what sampled you say? your voice yeah saying what then I say I act as though sort of shedding a, a, a holding a mirror to society in a way saying <laughs> Mom, I'm coming. Like my mother is walking in on me, masturbating, which is sort of a coming of age, a coming of age story told within what you three said. words. He asked what you said, and you said I held a mirror to society. That's what <laughs> I'm you just said. Saying. So yeah, I guess I did come up with it, and I, I'm now I'm proud to say I, 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 said I did it. the 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 focus on sexual acts that involve one's own parents in this program is really yeah. No, really, that's, yeah. That, that's the premise of the podcast. Kind, kind of accidentally, of, yeah. yes. It comes Sadly, that's actually yeah. It's, it's a just. theme in our career beyond <laughs> just this podcast. It sort of <laughs> follows us around because we invented, created, and cultivated this. Sort yeah, of, you guys are I both guess, known individually yeah, as like the Oedipuses of comedy. That's like kind that's of right. <laughs> that's your deal. yes, that's right. Uh, uh, okay, unsolicited advice. What do you got for us? Okay, uh, my unsolicited advice is um, prefer the pool to the ocean. It's pools wow. over oceans uh, okay. all day. So if you got a choice, you have an option, yep. you got to go yeah. pool. That's, that's, this, is so if, this is really interesting because it's, this has come up recently in my life with my okay. wife. Who, okay. Oh, this is at your Malibu house, Jake. So Jake has this place <laughs> with an infinity pool that overlooks that private entrance into the beach. Yeah. And you're always like fighting. I can, I can hear you yelling. <laughs> you're like, we're not going there. We're not yeah, going there. We have there. it all and so, we're not happy because we disagree <laughs> on, on which body of water is better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Jake, are you more of a pool guy or a beach guy? I love any, like any body of water, but I do really like the beach. I have. You I prefer the beach? I think... Yeah, I could see you getting mad. Unbelievable. I've never seen. <laughs> I, think I, I prefer... came here once. There, there, I there. <laughs> I think I prefer the beach. I think I do. But tell me okay. why pool is better. Yeah, well, sell me on pool. The, uh, the, it's environment the, is, it's, the environment is much more controlled. The t- even, mm-hmm. yep. the, even the temperature. You don't have a bunch yep. of wackadoos running around throwing their boomerangs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, right. uh, and there's, I think of the ocean as sort of the toilet of of the world, mm-hmm. and it's all it's just it's disgusting to me as well. Yeah, so, come visit the largest toilet is what you say every time someone suggests going to Hawaii. Yeah, oh, <laughs> exactly. Oh, you mean God's outhouse? No thanks. Yeah, 
You mean the eye of the toilet as it flushes? Uh, I think I'm good. I'll pass is how I feel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so I, yeah. I guess if I'm thinking like private pool, like my friend's nice pool or something, or like yeah. a really nice infinity pool, I'm into that. But I, like most of the, my pool experiences have been at like hotels or something where there's a ton of children and like loud house music. And it's... <laughs> It's not it, it's not as relaxing as like when I'm I guess like yeah what I'm thinking of is like an empty beach with just the sound of the ocean the waves I'm sitting in a beach chair reading a book whenever I get oh, too hot Oh sound of the in. no listen to me sound of the ocean man there's nothing better the sound <laughs> so of the you ocean just hate the, yeah, the, I love the sound I'm talking the about toilet in the ocean that's what it is Yeah the mm-hmm. the the sound is great the look is good but the feel no thank you like what are your to, thoughts on like sand? Sorry, Jake. One second I, here. I'm ready to ask a question, and it's this. Yeah, yeah. that's not how fucking the podcast works. That's, what? You're steamrolling yeah. me. One we both second, had a I'm question. You know, you can go. First. Mine was actually really interesting. What go, was yours? What, I, something about a towel. I, I asked if you liked the beach or something. I don't remember because you're fucking exactly. You're, you don't remember because yeah. it was a nothing question. It was you're, a zero your question. question is it deserves no response. Too. We're making conversation. We're just having small talk about the ocean. I think your issue is with the sand. You think my Michael, issue is with the sand? What are your thoughts on the sand of I, it all? I, I got to tell you. I brought up sand earlier. There's no chance that's the issue. <laughs> Absolutely no chance. I'm really? perfectly <laughs> fine with sand. It's the idea that like I go in the ocean, I get a little bit, oh, I got a little bit of water in my mouth. And then I'm like, oh, you know who shits in Salty. this water? Every everyone. fish. Yeah. Every, yeah. Every, everyone. But all, I mean, definitely every fish. Every fish yeah. shits in here. All, I feel like they have to. They have like no other option. Pee, you know, there's a lot of piss in the pool. There's no matter the how pool. much piss you put in that pool, man, it's not even close to the shit in the ocean. It's not. A, it's I, not anywhere near. What about like, pound but, like for volume pound. wise? I feel like yeah. it, it has to ounce be. for ounce. Oh, you're talking. You're talking about proportionally. Pool. Yeah, proportionally. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of fish in the ocean, but there's um. You know, there's a lot of ocean. There's a, there's a lot of water there. I see. You're talking about the denominator of our fraction is a large a large number. Yeah, it's I see exactly. like one log per ocean is a much smaller fraction than a little bit of pee pee. I have a friend who shit in the ocean though. I have a friend who like shit. Of course in the ocean you did. Swimming and that's that's and, and you, that's uncouth. That's you know what that is? That's just skipping the middleman. Is all that is because right. all the yeah. other shits are direct going to in. consumer, farm to table. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's just skipping yeah, the middle. He's living man. a toilet-free life. Yeah, because people, right. you poop in the toilet, man. That's not going to my pool. I can tell you that much. I, I know where is it going. It doesn't go to like a treatment pool. center or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah but then does where, it go to the ocean? Where does the poop eventually, go? I don't know how it works, but eventually the ocean. I'm sure. That's all, there's yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. There are, wasn't there like a huge fucking? There's like a, there's a giant ball of trash somewhere in the ocean that has like all of yeah. the. Um, it's like all of like the wet wipes of the world have. Sure. Like a fatberg? Is that what a fatberg is? Is that what a fatberg? What's a fatberg? Yeah, fatberg. I think it's just a giant iceberg of trash, right? I don't know. I don't don't know. Fatberg was my nickname in high school. (laughs) I used to weigh close to 400 pounds, Michael. I don't know if you know this before. And you're down to 380 now, right? You're down to 380. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bone dry. It's a rock-like mass of waste matter in a sewer system formed by the combination of flushed non-biodegradable solids, such as wet wipes. So maybe you're thinking, because your thing's in the ocean, it's not technically a a fatberg, because it sounds like what you're saying has to be in the sewer. Yeah, it's a giant ball of trash. But But I I am looking at photos of uh, fatbergs in, uh, it it looks like, uh, London, so... Now, yeah, now search sick. fat sick now. search fat burger. It's much more delicious and sounds almost identically. Fat oh, wow. those, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I d- only had to put the er, even though it's spelled differently, because it's kind of yeah. showing me results for fat burger I get it. instead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, that's awesome. You can get awesome. a fried egg on there. It's really good. That's awesome. oh my god! But then it said search instead for fat burger, which I did, and uh, took me yeah. back to the London sewer. <laughs> Right. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't make sense. It's fun that it's British. I'm sure there's a there's something. Oh, top of the uh, fatberg. Something. I don't yeah, have. Yeah, it's charming. That's they good. have a cute name for everything. Their exactly. fucking giant clock is just called Big Ben. That's fun. They made a, a a channel and a tunnel, and they called it the Channel. The Titanic sequel is about a boat hitting a fatberg instead of an mm. iceberg. Yeah, fatberg yeah, straight ahead. All the people. Tr- yes, exactly. 
and all the the steerage class sort of just drowns in human feces and shit but an incredible montage of dancing before that happens just absolutely awesome yeah the band played on my friends (laughs) um also i just want to fact check i'm pretty sure big ben is not the name of the of the face of the clock oh it's the name of the actual tower or something, or like it's the name of the bell, or can we get a? Fa- is there a fact checker? You guys have a full time fact there checker. There is, yeah, full time live yep, fact yep, checker. Yeah, I show? mean it's me. I'm faxing uh, them. Let's, because I would. I just searched uh, Fatberg. Yeah, uh, Big it, Ben is Big Ben the name of the th- clock? I don't think so. It's like the name of the bell, or or the name of the. The name of or the is it not even Big Ben? Like, are we all thinking of the same word, but it's different? Like, is it actually called Big Bend or something so Holy random? The House of Parliament and Elizabeth Tower, <laughs> commonly called Big Ben, are among the most iconic landmarks and must-see. Technically, Big Ben is the name given to the massive bell inside the clock Let's tower. go! Wow. wow. That's wow. how we do it, That man. is trivia. That is trivial, and it is trivia. I wow. really did have to uh, dig for that answer. That's, but it was, like, when you, it was yeah. worth it. For your for you. pod listeners, <laughs> no, for, for every and person for who listens to this, yeah. no, it shouldn't have. Been, it was not worth it for me because I had to do something like work and then look dumb. So that I see. No, I yeah. think I think I think, but it, it humanizes you. I mean, I think that's going to be <laughs> that's big. good. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I was I was becoming godlike in the eyes of the podcast <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah, you have like a you have like a cool Thor vibe. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, you're the beard. Uh, for the people listening at home, he's got a beard <laughs> and a, and a giant hammer. <laughs> which is i think made out of foam is that why you were late today you were sort of crafting that yeah i was on hollywood boulevard mache. taking photos with people <laughs> uh okay we got another question from a bedwetter okay a male in his late 20s you got a fake name for this dude uh a late 20s bedwetter i'm gonna go richard i'm gonna go richard richard bedwetter yeah unrelated to Linklater. I am a male in my 20s who started seeing a girl around my age. Things were going well until one night we got pretty drunk. And after spending the night at her place, I woke up to find myself drenched in some odd liquid. I found myself in a place that I'm sure some of us have felt before, thinking that I drunkenly wet the bed in the middle of the night. Hangover and still slightly drunk, I begin to panic as to what to do next when suddenly a brilliant idea came to mind. I went into the kitchen, got a glass of water, and poured it on the bed. Then I woke up and I told her that I accidentally dropped the glass, causing all the sheets to get wet. She woke up understanding and we stripped the bed and all was well. I felt like a genius that I was somehow able to weasel my way out of this embarrassing episode. Over the next few days, I began to reflect on what had happened. To be honest, I have been known to drunkenly pee in somewhat odd locations over the course of my drinking career, but I have never, ever wet the bed. It had also been years since my strange urinations had happened. Uh, It weighed a bit on my mind, but I let it go. Fast forward a few weeks later, and I find myself drunk at the same girl's house. Things go well again, and I spend the night, and imagine my surprise when I wake up the next morning in a soaked mattress. This time, I'm thinking, what the hell is going on? As it was still pretty early in the morning, I decided to ignore it and was able to move to a dry spot and drift back to sleep. When I woke up later on, this girl was nowhere to be seen. I got up, got dressed, only to find her asleep on the couch. I said goodbye, and I told her I'd text her. As I'm leaving, I begin to start putting some things together. She moved the couch, so clearly she knew the bed was wet. But uh, she moved to the couch but didn't say anything about it. At this point, it hits me. She's the bedwetter, right? How can she not be? This is two times in a row. I woke up drenched, and it's with the same girl. So my question is, she must know she's the bedwetter, right? She knows she's a bedwetter and still let me take the blame for the first time, right? Is this a deal breaker? Should I bring it up? I feel like I took the blame for something I didn't do, but I also feel somewhat gross about it. Any oh P.S. The sex was great, so keep that in mind. Any insight you could provide would be greatly appreciated. Wow! Wow! What a fucking Seinfeld episode that was. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> the twists, the turns, the bedwetting. Why does he? The think getting out of it, the getting back into it. Just because she moved to the couch doesn't mean that she's the one that did it. She could have just woken up and felt your piss, right? Nah, it's her. I think it's her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's her. That is her. Because the, that girl is her. That girl is uh, yeah. The original draft of that song is very pro- <laughs> very pronoun heavy. 
Uh, Never trust a big button to smile. That girl is her. <laughs> do, 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 bam. Um, because the glass of water thing is an insane thing. That's insane. Mm-hmm. No one no one believes that. But mm. she... Imagine how lucky she felt exactly when she's when... like, oh my God, he dropped water on my piss and the whole thing. I got away scot-free. That's exactly scot-free, scot-free scotch-free. Stripping the be- you still have piss on the bed. You have to clean it. There's, it's on the mattress. Yeah, but you strip it. It's on the you mattress. You strip it. You have to put... No, you have to fucking put resolve on the mattress. It's not... It's not like you just got out of it by putting throwing the sheets in there. I think he's it's right. I think the, the sheets, I think he's right. The sheets absorb enough. No, they do not. Amir, what are you talking about? You've never had anyone piss in your bed. I have. And the sheets, it goes all the way to the mattress? I don't think that's right. I think Amir, it's what it sounds like is Amir has had multiple people piss on his bed, and he's being disillusioned. I haven't done anything. (laughs) He's been like, no, it's all absorbed by by the top sheet, right? And all that takes soaks it all up. No, but you're sleeping on a piss pad. Well... There's multiple layers. I don't know if she's pissing on top of the duvet. There's a cover. Why would you piss on the top, top of the sheet. Duvet? There's the regular she's sheet. She's sleeping above yeah. the duvet. Sleeping yeah, it's hot. It's a summer sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they sleep on top of the duvet. I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, or straddling a pillow. And you actually better hope she didn't piss on top of the duvet because then that would get sopping wet and it would soak through to the mattress. It doesn't fucking. Sleeping it doesn't just sit on, on the top. top. This is. It's not. And what if you have a mattress? You think the fucking pad. sheet is a poncho? You know, like it's not a rain jacket. I'll put my and mattress in a, a diaper and hope for the worst. It's a fucking pool cover. Just the We're idea of you on a rubber pool cover. Just the idea of you asking her to sleep on. If you wouldn't mind sleeping on top of the duvet. I just had this uh, problem earlier. I spilled some fucking soup in the bed. Split pea soup is all. It's cranberry oh, juice, cran apple. Listen, Richard, you're the the woman. And also, here's the thing about that story. I never know at what age it's no longer cool to start saying girl. He's saying 20s. He's saying mm-hmm. girl. I'm, I would say at that age, I would say woman. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's um, you know diminutive is that the dimi- di- uh, disrespectful is not the word I meant before but maybe also works mm-hmm. to, a, to, yeah. to describe that person as a girl but some people are doing it willy nilly with people almost to their thirties and when they say it I'm like oh that sounds good that works yeah I think the issue is that there's like there's the perfect one for guys it's like right. boy man but there's this perfect in between that's just guy guy yeah. is anything it doesn't really matter and then. Sometimes woman almost feels like too formal of a of a word. Yeah, and girl I agree. feels a little. Yeah, it feels. A little and there really isn't weird. a middle. What is it? Would it be like chick? I don't. The chick feels I think very that seems disrespectful. Worse. Yeah, lass, lady. <laughs> maybe it's yeah. Maybe it's mademoiselle. Young adult. Yeah, yeah. it's mademoiselle. mademoiselle. I think. I mean, it's, it's, can I call for listeners to email us? Email email us what you think the right. Can I say that? Mm-hmm. What do you? Yeah. Email us yeah. at. At, um, if I were you, show at Gmail or just tweet at us. I think that's yeah. what age or range just, are you looking yeah. for? I won't. I won't get it. I won't ever see it. But these guys, twenty-four will. to thirty-six. That's yeah. I feel like that's kind of a, a mid-range. A nebulous. Millennials. A ne- there's no. There's no really designation for a person of that exact age. What's a millennial woman called? Yeah. How do you? What do you? What's the word you use to talk about millennial women? <laughs> And we definitely need to know because this one pissed in his bed, and we really need to talk about it. Oh yeah, Uh, should he bring it up? No, I don't think he knows for a fact that it was her. Just because she moved to the couch, I don't think this. I don't think that any of this is is known knowledge. Hundred, I'm telling you, a hundred percent, it's her. Without a shadow of a doubt, she pissed the bed at least twice, and she's gonna do it again. She's gonna do it again for sure. So you're either gonna bring it up, or you're gonna have, to, or or you stop seeing her, or every time you hook up with her, right. you're gonna wake up in a in a wet bed, and every time you're gonna have to come up with some. The two of you will have to tacitly agree on some cockamamie reason that is not, oh, she pissed the bed again. Yeah, here's the I, is piss isn't that gross? Is that fair to say? I don't like if I slept somewhere and someone pissed in the bed, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, this is nasty. I think I would. I think I would be. I would be. I mean, I guess the toilet, the ocean being the toilet thing. That's yeah. I don't like other other people's pee pee and poo poo is not for me. I mean, I know you're not saying poo poo is fine. I'm just saying right. No, yeah. If someone shit in the bed, I'd be upset. But if if pee pee is fine, (laughs) pee pee is good for me. You're down. You're down. Okay, that's great. That's that's beautiful. I'm not like down. Yeah, but yeah, like not like you're pro. You ask them. 
You prefer it you in say a way you would to not pee pee. Yeah, when oh, you're on the okay. when you're on CasperMattresses.com or whatever, you're like, do you have one of these mm-hmm. that comes pre peed? That's yeah, kind well, of like yeah. whenever yeah. we do our Helix ads, um, I they ask That's you part of the sleep quiz. And I say, yeah, <laughs> I say it. I'm pro pee. So here's the but here's one thing that I noticed because when he, when he had done it, he was fine with just like spilling water. Throwing, throwing the sheets in the wash, never thinking about it again. But when she did it, he's like, this is kind of gross. Should I, is it a deal breaker? So I don't think it's a deal breaker because it wouldn't have been a deal breaker if it, ha- if it had happened to you. But I, I think, think he would have understood if she had been like, no, you pissed the bed. You got to go. I think, <laughs> I think everybody is allowed to say if, if they're, the person that they're intimate with has pissed in the bed. I think everyone is allowed to say that's going to be a no from me. That's gonna be. That's gonna be a no. I'm empowering the the listeners. I'm empowering yeah. them yeah. To, with that with that option. And I'm I'm pro P enough that I don't think it's a deal breaker. I well, think that's it's be- that's beautiful. I, I think it's worth talking about. What happened? Did we? Did you piss in the bed, or did I piss in the bed? Because someone pissed in the bed. You know. That's... I think I do think you should bring it up. I think if that mm. was the original question, I would for sure bring up who who is it that's pissing in this bed. Right. Can I recommend waiting for a third time? Of course you can. You can do anything. This whatever, show, whatever you want. <laughs> Let's wait five more times to bring it up. Is that fair to say? The tenth time's the charm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tenth P. Put your gonna, foot down. What, what you got to do is you got to stay awake the whole night. You got to stay awake the whole night. <laughs> oh. Just like you got to stay awake the whole with a night. Fucking flashlight. Yeah, and then don't. But the worst case scenario would be you stay awake all night with a glass of water, and then you drop that in the bed at five in the morning, and then you're like, "Oh shit, I don't know if it was me or her." Now, mm-hmm. that's a great ending to the episode. Thank but, you. I also wait. I also kind of can, can, can I say one more thing? Can I say one more? Thing? I think so. Okay. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to say is, have either of you ever done a thing where you have accidentally, like, I have peed in a urinal, and the backsplash has gotten like on my some sprinkles on the pants. I yeah, have then, yeah. I have then like washed my hands and deliberately dried them near the splash to be like, oh, that must oh, be see. from when I there weren't any paper towels. I'm so oh, wow. That must oh. be. There's no pee. None of this is pee. This yeah. is all. This is Water. all a, a Neanderthal hand washing. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. No, I have a very small bladder. I, I think that's why I'm not grossed out by pee. I'm I'm often needing to pee in like small containers, pee in bottles while I'm driving, pee on the side of the road, pee against buildings. Uh, go into weird bathrooms, beg people that don't have public restrooms if I can use the bathroom at their store. Um, so yeah. You're, and you're, I should say your dick is so thin you can actually pee inside of a Mexican Coke can while driving, right? You, I, I don't know if you bottle. should say that. I actually don't think you should say that. You said I should say this? <laughs> I'll just to paint should? the picture because those bottles have you a did. very thin you top. Yeah. yeah. The and aperture like, at the top of one of those bottles is pretty small. No, I know. Yes. I don't snake I know him. that it's, it's small. I know that it's thin. Your dick is thinner not. than the stream, nope. which is seemingly impossible. <laughs> yeah, How does, can that be? <laughs> it creates it creates a paradox in space time when you yearn. Yeah. It. <laughs> no, it comes yes. out, it's so thin that it comes out in a cone. It's like that hose setting <laughs> that sprays wide. <laughs> That's disgusting. I think we really need to take a break for that. Sprays wide. Come you on. You said I fucked a we have Coke a guest. bottle, Mexican Coke. <laughs> we have a guest. You, my mom coming. We have a, 69, we have my a, dad. We have a guest. The, the piss cone was gross. This question's about my piss. foot down. In a way, in a way, it's also about, like, when I said, mom, I'm coming, I feel like that's the same issue here. It's two young adults sort of discovering themselves, and I had the third. Is the other young adult your mom? What do you mean? <laughs> Yes, uh, she was nine when she had. It. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Yeah, and the cone was too much. <laughs> and people advertise on this show. They advertise on this one that we're listening to right now. Oh, that's actually a great reminder. Let's take a break. Thanks some more sponsors, and we'll come back after these awesome sponsors that seemingly don't listen to the content of the episode. <laughs> I hope not. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a 
freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah, like damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes, Congrats. and you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah, most saving of Saving the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm-hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. We're back, baby. Yes. Um, all right, reminder. What's the, what's the name of that show again? A Good Cry? The, the show is called A Good Cry, yeah. Uh, Colbert episode. I hope to God. When does it drop? It drops this week. Then yeah, I think it, I think this is coming out. I think when this comes out, I think it, it, it will have it dropped last Thursday. Do you know? Okay, what I mean? cool. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Dropped last Thursday. The future yeah. Thursday will become last Thursday when this actually drops. Yeah. So when yeah when when Jake is peeing from around his penis and time has inverted, this will come. <laughs> episode is when we're is, the, yeah, piss. the space time yeah. continuum is disrupted. <laughs> Yeah, shattered. That's, ex- that's exactly right. That's a that's an insane get right off the bat. I feel bad for your second guest. I mean, where do you go from there? From Colbert, and then it's like, all right, guest two. Do you already have that lined yeah, up? Yeah, my second guest is pretty big. It's Johnny Carson's ghost. So that's cool, dude. Too. This wow. is savage. So now I feel bad for the third guest. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, because you're going from Colbert to the ghost. The third of, guest like, is Johnny Angela Carson. from Canada. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I got it. So you're just all over the place at this point. The fourth guest is a hose. <laughs> the fifth guest is Conan O'Brien. And the sixth guest is, I don't know, me or some shit. Oh, man. We're having the time of our lives. I love it. Um, okay. Can we answer one last question while we're here? Uh, this is about, God, I don't know why, another Canadian male. We're big in Canada, Michael. I don't know if you oh, knew that. Oh, good. That's what, I'm, well, that's what I'm trying to reach out to. That's what I want people... In Saskatoon, is that a place? Yep. That's oh yeah, you'll be you'll be playing Calgary. Don't you worry. And <laughs> Saskatchewan, Halifax. Yes, we didn't sell out Edmonton, but we definitely heard about it. <laughs> if that makes sense. Edmonton, home of the Oilers. Home Thank of the you. Edmonton Oilers. That's correct. That's right. <laughs> Was that like a quick Norm Macdonald impression? R.I.P. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I, don't know who, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Awesome. Now you're ingratiating yourselves with Canada and Canadians. Uh, all right. This is a 25-year-old male in Canada. What are we going with here? That's all the information we have? 25-year-old male in Canada? Yep. Yep. Uh, I think I'm going to go Chuck. I'm going to go Chuck. I like Chuck. I like that. Yeah. Everybody likes a Chuck. There's no bad Chucks. That can't be I'm a correct. 25-year-old... Okay. <laughs> I'm a 25-year-old, I guess Charles Manson, but he didn't really go by Chuck. If then there's were, Chucky, the his evil friend, doll. If you were Charles Manson's friend, you called him Chuck, yeah, I think. If you, if you would literally kill for him, you'd call him Chuck. Yeah, I think so. About three years ago, I met a woman online, now 26 and a female, and we've been together ever since. In December, I proposed and we're planning on getting married next fall. All right. The kicker is she comes from a traditional Hispanic family and is afraid they wouldn't understand me being from a, quote, different country. I've spent a few weeks and several holidays with her, with her parents, and they love me, so I wish she would come clean. How do we... Wait, what? <laughs> he's from fucking Doesn't Canada. He's afraid with this is Canada? 
<laughs> yes. How do we go through with a wedding in either country without her parents finding out where I'm from? Wait. My fiance is planning on moving to Canada with me over the next few years and just telling her parents uh, I got a job there. That's oh, the lie, I guess. Wow. Okay. Thanks. So he met I her. I mean, if you were dating a Canadian, you'd want to keep that under wraps, too. <laughs> if my mom found out that my lover was from Toronto, they would disown me in a heartbeat. Yeah. If your mom found out that she herself was Canadian, she would be devastated. <laughs> <laughs> She's 42. <laughs> what? Wait, I don't, under- I don't understand. I'm missing a key piece of this. So he. Okay. He's in, he's in the miscellaneous Hispanic country with her. Is that the deal? No, I think they're from Florida. Uh, he's from Canada. They're like, we're getting married. And she's like, my fiance is from New York. And then it's like, uh oh, they don't think I'm from Canada because it's a traditional Hispanic family and they're afraid they wouldn't understand me being from a quote, different country. <laughs> that seems I, crazy. That I think this, they will. They understand I, there's other countries. I think you've massively over exoticized Canada. I don't think they're going <laughs> to. I, 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 I think it's, it's the, the same continent. It's the fiance. It's, it's the same yeah. continent. It's not. It's like, an imaginary border. Mm-hmm. That separates us. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard of people being anti-Canadian. If anything, it's the Canadian family that would be like, why are you fucking marrying someone from Florida? That place is <laughs> America's toilet, a.k.a. the ocean. <laughs> fucking surrounded by it. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't understand the problem here. I think you just say to the family, I'm from Canada, which I'm going to bet you a hundred bones they already know. They're already like, yeah, we, Canadian? Know, we know that you're mm-hmm. from Canada. Yeah. We, we, we never once doubted it. We heard you say a boot. We heard you say sorry. That's you're, exactly right. Yeah, it's it's clear. Or, yeah. or you can say you're from Minnesota. It's the same fucking thing. Like, they don't know. I'm from Minnesota. Okay, I'm from Windsor. What, is that in Minnesota? Sure, whatever. Windsor, Detroit, Ontario. These are all the same fucking places in between Florida and mm. California. That's actually, you're a nobody, you man. You stumbled on good advice, though, um, during that bit. <laughs> Don't say Canada. Just say the town that you're from. Where did he say specifically the city that he's from? Yeah, it's from Canada City. No way. <laughs> <laughs> the most Canadian sounding city. That's not that's not real. You're making that part up. He's not from a place called Canada City. Shut up. Yeah, he's from, like Toronto. <laughs> you say I'm from Toronto. They're they're not going to be like, isn't that in Canada? They'll just be yeah, like taking oh. off their sunglasses. Like there's slowly. a there's isn't an MLB team Canada? from Toronto. That's, that's exactly yes. right. That's American. Yeah, I think they're even called the Blue Jays or some shit. Like, they it's are. literally part of the league. Like, I swear, I think there's an actual, like, I know you were joking, but there's I a freaking, like, like, yeah, there's, like, real American players from there. Actually, probably Hispanic players from Florida on the, ra- what is it, the Blue Jays, you are going to say Raptors. The Raptors, <laughs> on the Toronto Raptors, the baseball team. <laughs> yes. Have you heard of Jorge Garbajosa? He played for the Raptors and I think was... A Hispanic from Florida. Didn't uh, I wonder if there's a way to bring that up? Say that's you. Didn't Jose Calderon play for the Toronto Raptors? Another, yes. He's not Hispanic he's from, from Florida. Spain. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> but still, but I mean, still, that's a closer. cultural touchstone for people. Who, you know, <laughs> yeah. They could still be like, oh, they probably love Calderon. Yeah, they, I'm, I'm sure that they do, or that they don't. There are a lot of options. Actually, a cameo from Calderon would go a very long way. See if you can get Calderon to come to the wedding. I think that Mm. would smooth (laughs) things over. (laughs) All right. I'm from Canada, but what do you think, Jose? (laughs) Yeah, in the Um, absolute... absolute like the the complete melee that uh, that ensues when you tell them you're from Canada. I mean, like the bloodbath that happens if you can try to blurt out... But I, I know Jose Calderon. You might be okay. You have a photo of him on the phone or something like that. That's mm. exactly right. Uh, okay, cool. Enjoy. Good luck. Godspeed. Canada's fine, probably. <laughs> yeah, don't you don't worry. have to worry about it. Um, either that or we don't know what this Hispanic family is like. And the wife is like, trust me, they will go apeshit. <laughs> but if go. they truly love him, they'll, be, they'll learn to accept somebody from Winnipeg. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But the other thing is to just trust your wife and let her lie. Because maybe she does know something you don't. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it also point. doesn't, it doesn't matter that they don't know. Like, But I think at some important? point, it's going to be very hard to maintain the illusion of never having been from Canada. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, the, like, it's get, it gets weirder the longer. The like, longer don't you have you don't parents who are going to come to the wedding? And what's like, how yeah, will you, you keep right. this up? At some point, you have to be like, 
I'm from Canada. Yeah. No, they're going to find... You just have to treat it like it's not a secret. I think that's probably... You have to treat it with the exact emotional weight that it deserves, which is none. (laughs) Absolutely none. (laughs) Uh, Sweet. Uh, All right, Michael. Uh, At this point, Jake usually gives out an award for best and worst podcaster of the show. That's not Um, usually what happens. I... Isn't it? It happens throughout the episode. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, like it sometimes a, happens at the end that you give You guys out. have done this I've, before, what, though, this podcast, right? You've done like a, few, like a couple. Yeah, of, 500 yeah, episodes. 500. <laughs> and Jake has won what he deems to be the award for podcast excellence, the golden mic every episode. And I've received uh, the second place trophy, which is the turdy. Um, <laughs> Jake, do you want to hand those out or should we let the guests yeah, get this Yeah, you're going to get the turdy for kind of throwing this whole thing into, <laughs> into chaos at the end, saying that this, are, this is Well, are you this handing it out or is Michael we handing like, it out? What, I'm sorry? Is is where we letting the guests do it? No, no, I couldn't. I would never I would never come into someone else's podcast and take their I mean I would be I'd be honored stick. if uh Michael would give you the turdy. That sounds great. Yeah, okay. And I get, the golden. Is it is it ceremony? Like okay. Yeah, you, no, you, you just have Amir, that's a turdy. Yeah, Amir get so the turdy I'm gonna give to Amir and the nice. uh and the golden the golden mic, yeah. Mike, the golden, yeah. The golden I'm, I'm gonna mic, go yeah. I'm gonna go with Jake on that one. It's gonna wow. be Jake with the golden mic. <laughs> Amir, I'm That's, gonna go with the turdy. Yeah. That's so cool. The turdy. That's really I'm, so this, I'm humbled. In a way the streak is alive. Honored. I'm honored. I'm, I'm ho- I am honored. Honored. <laughs> I'm honored. Yeah. I'm honored, guys. Honored <laughs> and humbled. <laughs> By the way, Jake, you've given golden mics to like does Mike at least get one? Yeah, get totally. Some? Totally. And yeah, did you, you sorry, one. did you just call me Mike? <laughs> I thought that was Edit I mean, it out. Better. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Michael God. gets one. Take For it everyone, out. Everyone gets everyone has their own thing. That's huge. <laughs> Holy That's a golden shit. mic worthy. <laughs> yes. Sweet. Golden mic for the golden mic. Oh. oh yeah. Okay, yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, By the way, okay. fans, you can call me any, you know, Michael, Mike, MCK, any any of any. It's of all them. good. It's all great. Okay, the podcast once again, a good cry yes, on the Headgum Network. Check it out. Every Thursday, episode one. Yeah, episode one. I think every episode will sort of be co-hosted by Stephen Colbert. Can yeah, I'm not even on it anymore. I think Stephen yeah. did such yeah. a good job in the first episode. We've asked him to stay. <laughs> Who's on Colbert as the having? Yeah, for episode two. That was actually an idea for a podcast I had. Is somebody interviews someone, and then the next episode they're the host, and they interview mm. someone else. Yeah, chain interview. Like every, you called it. Yeah, a chain interview of sorts. It's it's <laughs> it's not uh, too different from the improv concept of la ronde, la ronde. Interesting. La ronde. What is that? It's where you do a where you do a scene with one person, and then one person leaves, and the person remains as a scene with somebody, and then the first person oh, is know, that new character. A and B yeah. do a scene, then B and C do a scene, then C and D do a scene. This is the kind of stuff, by the way. I don't know if you guys can track the numbers intra episode for how high the interest goes, but I think when I uh-huh. start talking about improv forms, you're going to see a French big, specifically a yeah. huge pop. French Canadian. <laughs> yeah, there was a mime in Quebec that sort of created this <laughs> in the early twenties. <laughs> He yeah. ended up hanging himself in the town square, much to everybody's This is what Angela joy. Angela is sobbing during this. I mean, just absolutely wrecked by this. <laughs> she can't fucking believe that clown, that fictional clown is gone now. Uh, okay, sweet. Uh, if you have your own questions or theme songs, send them on down to show at gmail.com. Uh, that theme song was so good. Let's play it again. Do you remember the name? Oh, yeah, Dustin Clark. Dustin Clark. Good memory. Uh, and we're still making um, exclusive video content on our Patreon, Michael. Ooh. I don't know if you know this, but Jake and I have a Patreon called patreon.com slash JA. So check out more stuff there. If J-A? Necessary. Oh, Jake and Amir. I got yeah. you. Yeah. And if this was enough, then you don't have to check out the Patreon. But just know that you can, basically. The I'm getting, and I'm getting a table. cut of the Patreon, we said, right? You said 10%. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming by. I look forward to listening <laughs> to the uh, podcast. And I'm sure all of our fans will, too. Um, appreciate it. And we'll see you all next week. Ciao, everybody. Peace. Ciao. Well, everybody knows ain't no one drier than me. Yeah, I smoke, drink, and fuck everybody would see. Because a sleeveless shirt for this piece of dirt makes that sweet, sweet pussy go squirt, squirt, squirt. Cousin Leron says that I'll never get laid, but I remind him that 
I 69 my dad at a rave. Oh, your girl? Yeah, she knows me by name. When I told her to come over, guess she already came. Cause I say winner, winner, chicken chinner. Always wiping right on Tinder. Thank us, Reefers, what's for dinner? Oh my god, it's a long time coming. Yeah, it's been a while. And you know I'm doing good because the proof is in the smile. was a HeadGum original. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder, Leitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? Okay, I will. It's, hmm? it's, Can uh, you do that? So go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye.